Okay, and welcome to a bonus episode of the In the Huddle podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sam Gold. And I'm Christopher Rotundo. And we have reached mid-season, so what we're going to do is go through our playoff predictions and some mid-season awards. So I'm excited, and let's roll that intro music. You're listening to In the Huddle with Sam Gold and Chris Rotundo. Okay, so what we're going to do now is run through the AFC playoff predictions. We're here in week nine, so some things have changed. Some some things have uh, went according to plan. So, Chris, uh, how about you start uh, naming your one to seven seeds? All right. Well, I don't see too much changing between what what the what it's looking like now until the end of the season. I have from one to seven. I have the Steelers, Chiefs, Bills, Titans, Ravens, Colts, and then instead of the Dolphins, I have the Raiders. So, not too much change there, really. Uh, Sam, how about you? Yeah, I have the Chiefs pulling out on top. I think the Steelers are finally going to fold against some good teams and maybe lose two or three games. I think the Chiefs are only going to lose about one more game. So I have them at number one, then the Steelers, then the Bills and the Titans, and then the fifth seed is going to be the Ravens, and then the last two seeds are going to be the Raiders and the Dolphins. I see Phillip Rivers playing uh, not too well against the better opponents. I see them going 8-8, eight 9-7. Eight, uh, the Browns as well, about 9-7. and seven. I think the Dolphins are going to have the edge I just, and two is going to pull out a seventh seed. I, I don't see how the uh, how the Colts fall out. I mean, it's very possible, but I just think that the veteran leadership and experience from Phillip Rivers kind of just puts them there and just squeezes them in right to the playoffs in the sixth seed. That's just me, but we, we've seen it plenty of times this year. Phillip Rivers, turnover prone. He might throw a couple interceptions here and there and cost them not only a couple games, but potentially their season. So we just got to wait and see. Who knows? Yeah. Um, the six, between six, seven seed and that eight seed right now with the Raiders, anything could happen between those three. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. It, it, they're all five and three, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, that's what I have. Um, yeah, but for the playoff games, I see the Steelers, you know, beating the Dolphins and the Bills beating the Raiders and the Ravens beating the Titans. So it's going to be Steelers, Ravens, Bills, Chiefs. I have the Chiefs and Steelers coming out and to the AFC championship. And then I have the Chiefs moving on to the Super Bowl. No yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, keep your bias, but you know what? My bias is there <laughs> My too. Bias. I, I have they are the, easy favorites. I I have the same thing as you, except that the Steelers beat the Chiefs, come out on top, and advance to the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, it's destined to be that we play each other in the chip this year. It's gonna be it's gonna get crazy in a few months. Yeah, I, I, it's gonna be a crazy rest of the season because I mean, anything can literally happen as we see. Because the AFC is just it's stacked. The AFC. Who knows? There's just so many good teams. All right, and then the NFC, uh, I got the Seahawks at one, the Packers at two, the Saints at three, Eagles at four, Bucks at five, Cardinals at six, and then the Rams sneaking in at the seventh. I have the NFC literally how it is today. I really don't see anything changes. Uh, so we're going to have the Saints, Seahawks, Packers, Eagles, Bucks, Rams, and Cardinals. I just think it's going to stay like that. I think towards the end of the season, you might see a couple things changing week to week, but... I think it's just gonna it's gonna get a little close there with the Cardinals and the Bears, um, but we'll see. I think it's most likely gonna stay the same because the Bears have kind of fallen off a little bit these last few weeks. Who knows? They might make a quarterback change and Trubisky might use that momentum, 
or that that anger to fuel him yeah. up and fuel that fire he has lit underneath him to make a potential potential run. We'll but only time will tell with that situation there. And I, I just see it kind of just, yeah, I know I was kind of basic with my picks and everything, but I just feel that nothing's going to change. I, I, yeah, I respect that. Um, Yeah, with the playoffs, I got the Packers beating the Rams, Saints beating the Cardinals, Bucks beating the Eagles. Wait, actually, can I make a, uh, a switch real quick? <clears throat> sure. I think in the AFC, because I'm looking at this now, I think that, I'll switch it right now, the Colts get knocked out, the Raiders move up to six, and the Browns fit it at seven. Okay, so it's the I, same I, as me besides the Dolphins or the Browns. As I'm, as I'm talking about this now, I'm going to have that talking it out loud. And then, um, and then yeah, for going back to the NFC, I got the Packers winning, the Saints, and the Bucks. So uh, that would mean the Bucks play the Seahawks. I have the Seahawks winning, and then I have the Saints beating the Packers. And then all said and done, Seahawks versus Saints chip. I think the Saints blow it again. The Seahawks, Russell Wilson plays really well. They just hold on and they go to the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. And I have the Chiefs coming out on top in the Super Bowl, 34 to 28, two years in a row. My NFC chip would be Saints in Seattle. I think that the uh, I think that the um, Saints and Seahawks will see each other in the NFC chip. And I have the Saints prevailing only because the uh, Seahawks defense has just been so bad as of recently. That I'm I'm sticking to it. So that you got Steelers Saints Super Steelers, Bowl. Steelers Saints Super Bowl. I'm I just don't see how the how the Seahawks can make it to the Super Bowl if that defense continues to play how it is. And the Saints they get Michael Thomas back, which is a huge boost to them. I think that Drew Brees starts proving everyone wrong and saying, "Yeah, I can still throw the ball." This and that. Everyone's kind of doubting him. Listen, he he has his number one target back. Michael Thomas is going to be a huge impact into that offense. And watch out, the Saints are going to start not only beating opponents, but I can see them steamrolling opponents. So Steelers, Saints, Super Bowl, and I have the Steelers coming out on top. Surprise there. Pick our both teams. Which, at the beginning of the season, I did have Chief Saints. And, I'm and I had Chief Seahawks, so I'm saying the same. I did not think that the Steelers were going to come out and look this dominant. and this. Well, I wouldn't say dominant, but I didn't think they were going to come out and look this good in the season. It's It surprised me how good they've looked. I, I honestly didn't expect this this to happen so soon i expect them to start heating up maybe later in the season yeah but for them to come out of the gates firing on all cylinders like this it, it, it's it's been a uh been a nice surprise so far okay so that's our uh predictions with that so now we're gonna go on to the awards we're gonna start with our mvp chris who is your mvp at this point in the season? i have russell wilson as my mvp yeah i know he dropped two games as of as of late I made some interceptions and fumbles here and there the cost of the game, but you, you can't overlook what he's done the rest of the season. That team is finally allowing them to throw the ball like crazy, and he, he's making DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. They're already amazing receivers, but he's making them look insane right now. Like, like you can, with I don't Russell know, Wilson, DK there, Metcalf, I think, is, is good on his own. I mean, they're, they're both very good on their own, but right there... There are some weeks those two receivers look like the number one and number two receivers in football. Just in that offense, it, it's it's honestly, it's it's unfair having those two guys. Easily, I feel both top fifteen wide receiver talents <clears throat> in the league, and then you add Russell Wilson as their quarterback, and right there, you you can argue that they can both be in the top ten. Which I I honestly think that they're both top ten wide receivers. It's hard to stop that offense. Russell Wilson makes it look so easy with them. Russell Wilson. He, he's on pace for his best season ever. I, I just love Russell Wilson. 
I respect that. A lot of people think the same thing as you, but look, I'm not trying to be biased, but I'm picking Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. I really don't think there's any bias with that one interception all year. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to refute your point. I think that when you said that you can't overlook Russell Wilson's a uh, few mess ups, you get the MVP race. It's brutal. It's, it's, it's blunt. I think that you could totally overlook it because Mahomes, he hasn't had that so far. And I think he's been putting up uh, just as good as numbers, if not better, way less interceptions, uh, you know, eight and one record, you know, Mahomes nine touchdowns the last two games. He's been going off and he's not made really any mistakes. And Russell Wilson has made some mistakes. So I think that Mahomes is definitely on his way to pick up a second MVP in two years. There's, there's no debate in that, that these two, oh, excuse me. Oh man, it's been a rough day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's no debate that these two guys are the obvious front runners, <laughs> or the obvious front runners for. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We got. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We're gonna cool down finally. We're gonna keep everything in. It's a bonus episode. All right. So yeah, we set our stone with. MVPs. Let's move on to Offensive Player of the Year. And I have Delvin Cook. I have Delvin Cook as well. He's leading the league in rushing, and he's played a game and a half less than the second leading leading rusher in the league of Derrick Henry. And these last few games, he's been on fire against the Packers, and then another huge game against the, uh, oh man, I'm blanking out, Lions against the Lions. Yeah. So he's really playing his case right now. He's on for- his way to nearly 2,000 total yards, and... Uh, Definitely double digit touchdowns. And yeah. and um yeah, he's, he's the, the team doesn't have the greatest record, but he's one of the main reasons why you can argue that he is the main reason why they even have three wins exactly. right now. So yeah, definitely solid picks for us. I think I think he's definitely on his way to uh him or Kamara, I think. Or Derek oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think that if Kamara will win it simply because of the fact that they will be in the playoffs. That's kind of why I, see that, yeah. I, I can see that happening. But if we're going to go off no, no records Although, or anything. Although, Cook just keeps having these games. So I think he could definitely win it. So I, I agree. If the Vikings can somehow squeeze into that seventh seed, which they're going to need a lot to happen. If that can somehow happen, I think Dalvin easily gets it. Unanimously yeah. at that point. All right. Defense player of the year. I have Aaron Donald to no surprise. Uh, he almost has 10 sacks already. It's week nine. He has a S ton of pressures. He has crazy amount of double teams on him and he's still tearing apart defenses uh, uh so a lot of forced fumbles he is just doing what he did two years ago last year he got locked up a little bit but he's still ranked number one overall in the top 100 but he definitely has a chance to do that again i think he's just a monster once again you can't you can't uh, argue against him i'm gonna stick with my prediction from early in the season from before the season and i'm gonna say tj watt still um, if I'm not mistaken, he's, he, he leads the league in tackles for losses, or he's just one short of it from his teammate, Vince Williams. Uh, I, I, I want to say he's top four in sacks in the season. He's just been a complete nightmare for defenses. Uh, as we saw against the Ravens, he, he was the number one guy to stop Lamar, uh, sacked him a few times and forced him to fumble. TJ Watt's just been a complete nightmare across the board for all teams. And I'm, I'm sticking with it. If it's not TJ Watt, it's it's Aaron Donald. It has to be one of those two yeah, guys. Respectable. And you can and even Miles Garrett as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Miles so Garrett's third. Th- th- those sure. three guys. But I'm just gonna stick with my original prediction I have from early in the season with TJ Watt. Okay, offensive rookie of the year, Chris. Who do you have? Uh, close in between Herbert and Joe Burrow, but I'm gonna say 
Joe, not not Joe Burrow. I'm gonna say Justin Herbert simply because I feel that that team is better better roster wise than the um, than the Bengals. So I think the Joe Burrow stats will look better as the season ends, and I think that Herbert stats will look better than Burrow's as the season ends. Oh, man, I, I can't even. It, it's just been a rough day. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be one of those few guys. I just have Herbert narrowly edging out Burrow, even though, listen, it, it's going to be one of those guys. And they're, they're, just, they're, just, they're just both insane. They're just great. Yeah. I don't want to pick a Chargers. So I'm going to go with Joe Burrow. No, it's that's not the main reason. But yeah, Joe Burrow, he's thrown for over 300 yards. And fantastic. He's looking I think almost every single game besides two. Uh, he's also the reason why the Bengals even have uh, any wins. Didn't he have a 400-yard throwing game as well? I think so, yeah. So, yeah, right there. I'm just playing he's both poised, these guys' He's cases. smart, yeah. Uh, he's looking good. Both of them are looking good. Defense rookie of the year, I got Chase Young. I have Chase Young as well. He's really the only defensive rookie that I've, that I've seen this year that's really stood out. He's kind of been quiet as of late, but it's because teams, like, like you said, have been doubling him. I had Isaiah Simmons at the beginning of the year, but I, I he's not doing great. He's doing all right, but yeah, Chase Young is definitely the outlier. Um, and then comeback player of the year, Chris. Um, I feel that like this one really shouldn't even be up for debate. Really, I have Ben Roethlisberger coming back, looking great. Um, the the team's eight and zero, so I feel that's the main reason right there. You're you're, you're the number one. Oh, you're you're the number one overall seed in the NFL, only undefeated team, eight and zero. So I now, feel I feel. Like, yeah, I understand that, but the, I feel like Big Ben is the only thing actually holding the Steelers back, so I'm not sure about that. I'm going to go with Teddy Bridgewater. I think he is the one of the main reasons why this Panthers team is staying so underrated and I, solid on offense. I do agree, but I feel like with the NFL awards, with, with the awards like... Alex Smith is leading right now, which I don't agree with yet, unless now he's going to be the starter. Wait, Alex Smith is leading right yeah, now? Yeah. How? Look, he's going to come in as a starter. If he plays well the rest of the season, I could see why he wins it. But I, I as of right him, now, at midseason, I, I don't have I, I don't see how Alex... Because Alex Smith, he hasn't even started a game this year. Yeah. So how the heck is he even leading it? I, I don't know. I think just his story and the way he went out is just so crazy that him coming back at all is, is good enough to win. I, I mean, if Alex Smith can come out and he can win a couple games for that Washington football team... Then yeah, I, I completely one hundred percent support that. I just feel Ben because they're the only undefeated team. Um, everyone everyone was doubting that team all, all off season and everything. And it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how that all plays out. All right, and then lastly we have Coach of the Year. I have Sean McDermott of the Bills. That's my that was my pick at the beginning of the year. I'm gonna stick with it. Brian Brian Flores was another one that came to mind, but the Bills are just you know a little bit better than the Dolphins, and he has elevated Josh Level. Josh Allen to a new level. He has put their defense over the top. Uh, they are just been playing really, really well, and they've taken that division by storm. So I still got Sean McDermott. He's doing a great job there in Buffalo. I feel uh, I, I could see that. I feel this, that Mike Tomlin is going to be the coach of the year once again. Kind of the same thing with that Big Ben uh, situation. Eight and zero. The Steelers won only eight games last year. They already have eight games underneath their belt this season. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. And he will continue That's that. That's crazy. And he will continue that this year. But when the worst they can do is go 500 and eight, eight and eight. The thing is, I thought Mike Tomlin should have won it last year when they managed to go eight and eight with that team. Yeah, you can argue that Mike Tomlin could have won it every year because just the way that he keeps the team poised and everything. Now, who do I really think should win? I think it should be Andy Reid, but it's not going to happen. So it's not. I, it's not going to happen. If it's not Mike Tomlin, I Sean McDermott. 
I, never I, know. I just will see how it's not Mike Tomlin. Look, I could totally see him winning, but I think that Sean McDermott with that Bills team is really impressive. I don't know. All right. The Bills have looked good, but um, the only really quest, the only big question I have about this is comeback player of the year. It's going to be between I, I, Ben or Alex Smith, like you said. Um, it just comes down to how Alex Smith re- really comes back. Who knows? Alex Smith comes out, throws for 300 yards versus this Lions team. He's right there. Yeah, if he has uh, some solid games, he's definitely right there. It's it's a great story coming back after that gruesome injury and everything. I I I, I still don't know why he wasn't even starting for the uh, Washington football team after he came in for the Rams. Well, you know, <laughs> you, I mean, you gotta you gotta ease him in. Gotta ease him in. I understand that, but I still felt that he's the he was the, between him, between him, Haskins, and oh, between. Kyle Allen. Yeah, Kyle Allen, Haskins, and Alex Smith. Alex Smith is by, by far the best quarterback that they have there. And now Alex Smith gets his, n- not a shot, I don't want to say, but he finally gets back to where he believes he belongs. I feel a ton of people believe that he belongs. And we get to see what he could do again. And yeah, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> he comes out just looking great. I think that, that connection between him and Terry McLaurin is going to be it's gonna be really big. Yeah, because you finally have that veteran. You have that veteran leadership, that veteran in the locker room who's who's done it all, and I feel that's what Terry really needs—an older quarterback that can kind of show him the ropes. Because Terry's still young, second year in the league, and now he has his older quarterback. It's gonna be be big. I I love Terry, man. He's he's just so good. So this turned into a Washington football team podcast. It kind of just turned into a little bit of a love story between me and (laughs) Terry McLaurin at at this point. All right. Well, we'll leave it on that note because uh, we have to. It's a bonus episode. We got to get weird. So it's it's, it's going to be a fun rest of the season. I'm really excited. Yeah, I this is uh this is all subject to change. You never know. And uh, the only thing let's I w- hope we get it right though. That would be cool. That that would be cool. But the only thing I want to say is I hope we get some bliz- Blizzard games. Just some complete games that just are. Yeah, Buffalo. Come on, what are you doing? Th- those those are always my favorite games to watch. It's games in the. I need to see the Dolphins play in a Blizzard. If they yeah. haven't played at Buffalo yet. I I just feel like when it's just it's really snowy. I feel the team. It's just a, it's just a different vibe around it, and I feel like teams are having fun. All right. <laughs> all right, all right, I'm, I'm done, done talking for the rest of the episode, guys. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, that's it. Uh, there's your bonus episode for mid-season. Please follow us at In the Huddle Pod on Instagram. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. And let's hope we got those predictions right. We'll see you guys later. Later, guys.